You're listening to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast, Episode 59. Welcome to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast, where we explore public health epidemiology careers and share tips and strategies to help you enter or transition into the field. And now your host, Dr. Charlotte Hughes-Huntley. Greetings, everyone, and thank you for joining me on this episode. Today, I'm happy to introduce you to Angela Arder, who is one of the early members of the Developing Your Public Health Career Strategy program. She has a background in healthcare, hospital administration, and government customer service. She's educated, caring, and passionate about public health. However, life has often interrupted her career goals and plans, but it has not stopped her. She says she didn't realize that she needed a strategy, but just assumed things would fall into place and automatically happen for her once she completed her degree. She talks about the heartbreaking realization that it takes even more effort, focused effort. And we will be discussing her reasons for enrolling, um, how she has benefited, uh, some of the challenges she's faced, and how she's been able to overcome these challenges. She also shares some advice for anyone listening who may be in a similar situation that she was in before developing her public health career strategy. But before we you know, jump into the interview and get into today's topic, I'd like to mention the sponsor for today's episode is Developing Your Public Health Career Strategy Program. It's a public health career coaching program that will help you develop and uh, design your own step-by-step action plan your strategy that targets your specific public health career goals. To learn more, visit drchuntley.com and select career coaching or visit the program tab from the main menu. Now let's join the interview with Angela. Angela, thank you for joining me on this episode. I am so excited to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, So if it's okay with you, because I have a lot of questions and a lot of information, can we just jump right in? Sure, let's do it. All right. So I've already provided a bit of a sort of an introduction of you to my audience before this part of the episode. So if you would, in your own words, just kind of briefly summarize, you know, your background and what kind of work you previously did and what kind of work you're doing now. Well, uh, I currently live in the Chicagoland area. So my educational background consisted of a bachelor's in arts with a minor in chemistry um, from Governor State University. Um, I have a master's in public health from St. Xavier University, and currently I am enrolled in Capella University, uh, focusing on my doctorate in public health. My work consisted of like 18 years of medical field in various positions, uh, the last position in medical uh, health administration, I apologize, and currently I am a customer service rep with a government agency. Okay. Awesome. There now, I'm curious. Uh, you have a you have a bachelor's in of art with a chemistry minor, so you always had this kind of interest in sciences. I see. Yes. Yes. All right. So, when did you become interested in public health? I turned to public health when I knew I was unable to attend medical school for personal reasons. I also observed all the medical professionals that were around me at the time, and they all had public health degrees, and including my mentor. So I just, you know, what will it hurt to get another degree? I'm already on this pathway. And so far, I've enjoyed all the studies. Great. So 
let's just go back for a moment. I'd like to go back to the point where we cross paths. You know, when, how did you first find out about the podcast and discover that, you know, the the program, the Developing Your Public Health Career Strategies program? And just did you discover them at the same time or different times? Just kind of tell me about that. Sure. Um, so I believe my first podcast was about February 2018. I had ran across your LinkedIn post in reference to public health careers, and I was excited. Um, I found the first podcast, and the program was after February, I believe so. And my interest peaked because I had been eagerly dedicated to applying to various public health jobs starting in 2018, um, and I had been out of the loop of seeking employment since I had paused my doctoral degree due to personal circumstances. But I got to a point where I was in a position to re-enroll, to finish my doctorate in public health, and get back into the medical field. And when I saw your information for the podcast, it was a big, bright light in my face. I was like, yes, <laughs> somebody hears me. <laughs> yeah. I, I Tell me a little bit more about that. Was You know, you said you had... Um, you know, dedicated yourself to, you know, really looking for public health jobs and, and what does it mean? You know, you said it was like a big bright light. What was the, what was it that excited you so much when you found the podcast? Um, I think it was since I had been out the loop so long for over 10 plus years, as I tried to get back into it, I was, I won't say I was blown off, but the ball dropped. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I had met one of the commissioners of public health. And he connected me with someone that could kind of get me into things. Mm -hmm. And that person just didn't follow through. Yeah, yeah. And what was amazing about that is when I did connect with him, as I found out what his name was and I looked back at some things in history, he actually presented me my scholarship with the Illinois Department of Public Health when I received it. Oh, it was wow. the same person. So it kind of hurt, but I didn't give up. That's good. That's good. Now I remember um, you were you were one of the people that enrolled early, early on, right after I released the program. And I was just I remember you know really speaking with you early on in the beginning and getting to know you then. But what made you decide to enroll in the program? Like when you were listening to you, you were probably in my webinar and you were listening to me talk about all these different things. I mean, what was the deciding factor? What made you decide that you wanted to enroll in the my program for developing public health career strategy? Um, I enrolled in the first opportunity because I thought, what do I have to lose? Mm -hmm. um, and since then, I got more serious about returning back into the medical field and needed to surround myself with knowledge, people, and learn how to network with others because it certainly won't just happen on its own. That's perfect. I think that's, I think, I mean, it's absolutely right. I hear you know, I say that all the time and I really do. Um, I say it from a place of, I understand it. I know it. I've experienced it. I, I watch it and it really has to, you know, and I talk about action takers. It's not that we're not taking action. Sometimes we have to do even more than we're already doing, you know, to really make things happen. Mm -hmm. So you also know more about the field than I do too as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I've really thrown myself in there. I think a lot of, you know, me sharing and being open and kind of transparent with these things is because, um, a lot of what I've learned is, is me, you know, part of it is me taking the long route and bumping my head a few times and, 
and having to learn the hard way. And if I can share that and shave some of that time off with somebody else and some of that heartache off, then that's, you know, it's definitely a win. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. Uh, tell me about your experience in the program so far. Like, what are some of the ways that you've benefited from the program? And I'm asking this because I know that there, you know, I talk about the program. I mention it to people all the time on, on the podcast. And this is an opportunity for me to have someone on the show that's been through the program, that's working with me, that's, you know, that started, you know, had that frustration of getting into the field of public health, having, you know, a gap of time from completing a degree and then getting busy with life. You know, you get into your routine of work, you've got other responsibilities and time goes on and on and on. And before you know it, there is a big gap in time. And then you want to get back into the field. And like you said, you know, it's a little bit of heartbreak when people don't, you feel like they can't, you know, really helping you get from one step to the next and they'll take you as seriously because you've been so, you know, far removed from it. And, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, really difficult. And I chose you because I think you represent a lot of people who are at that place. They're just not sure what to do next or if they should, you know, enroll in this program or what they should do. And they're listening to all these different, you know, bits of advice. I, I can really appreciate you hearing it and deciding, you know, this is something I need to do. I'm excited and, and jumping in. And I just want to know what are some of the ways that, you know, you benefited from being in the program? Sure. What I have benefited from was becoming proactive and active on my career goals. Having the opportunity to meet some ladies in Georgia who were also in the program uh, during my travels and hearing their stories and opportunities they had that I didn't have in Chicago. And last, um, being held accountable for my actions that I am taking in my career. Um, you have exposed me, while being in the program, you have exposed me to various careers, titles, and even how to seek the opportunities, which I really didn't know how to go about, versus when I connected, as I stated with one of the commissioners, it just, um, which was great, I would connect with him again, but I would also let him know, give me someone more, I guess, more reliable mm-hmm. to help me go down that pathway. Yeah. I, I can understand. Um, you know, I think that that's something that is uh, kind of eye-opening also. And I think, you know, you say you've been exposed to lots of, you know, different opportunities and then really how to seek these opportunities. And really, you know, this is a, this program is really, it's unique because it's, and I keep saying that, but it really is driven by you and what your interests are, not what I think you should do. But, you know, it's a self-exploration and really, um, and really digging in there. I think that. Um, You mentioned being able to connect with some of the other ladies in the program when you were in Georgia. I remember um, feeling a little jealous, I'm going to say, because we were all meeting and and there was uh, one of our little uh, group coaching sessions. And I just happened to mention, I knew two of the ladies were getting together because they had some similar interests and they both lived. One was already in the Atlanta area and one was moving to the Atlanta area and they connected through the group and decided they were going to get together. And I casually mentioned that like on our group session and you're like, wait a minute, I'm traveling. I'm on my way there now. I'm going to be in Atlanta at, you know, this time. And then you got in touch with them and the three of you got together and then took a picture and posted it, which on the one hand, I was excited. I thought that's really great that you guys could, you know, physically get together in one location and talk about the program and your ideas and, and just have that that connection and that experience. But I was jealous because I wanted to be there. <laughs> 
and and I had to. I was going there, not intentionally, of course, to meet them. But I'm like, this is great. I need to see other people yes. that are just in the similar or same position. It just felt good to connect yeah. in that manner. I completely understand. I mean, it's wonderful that we have the ability to take, uh, you know, to use this advanced technology that we have available to us now to to connect and to meet and, and to have our, you know, web conferences and webinars and this podcast and things like that. But whenever there's the opportunity, like especially at a conference or an ability to get together face to face, that's like the icing on the cake. You know, that's a real tangible experience that you can feed off of for a little while. Yes, I Truly, truly agree. That's great. Now, I, I want to ask you, going back to the program again, now that you have learned and created your own public health career strategy, how do you feel now compared to months ago before you enrolled? Oh, wow. Um, better direction and confidence. Um, questions that you raised made me really think. I went from an original goal to how I could incorporate my original goal into something different, which was becoming a pediatrician and still working with children in a community atmosphere. So now I must say that at first I wanted to do it all, research, family illnesses, current epidemics like West Nile virus to water contamination, but I did not have the real focus at that time versus now. Mm, That's really great. That's really great to hear. And that's important because um, it's okay that we have a lot of different interests. You know, we can, you know, I teach you guys all this, this all the time. We document those and, you know, we can save them, have a, have a list. But, you know, as far as the strategy, we need to focus on that real core, you know, what thing that we care the most about, that we're most passionate about, that we can pull our resources and see that we can, you know, really make happen. And uh, it doesn't mean we forget about the other things that we're interested in. We just have to work in a strategic way to implement those into, you know, what we want to do mm-hmm. as we move forward. We just can't. Otherwise, we'll be forever chasing all these different ideas. And it's sort of, you know, kind of going around in a circle. And, and that can be difficult. And it's a challenge to first realize that and then to, you know, really go through the process of, of getting that focus. And I can, I can definitely hear it when we speak compared to the very, very beginning. And I, I see it and I, when I read your messages and, you know, interaction that we have, I've really been able to watch that. So that, that real focus is definitely there, mm-hmm. including yes. you getting yes. back into completing what you started on your doctoral journey. Definitely. Now, those are the great, great things. Now, tell me about some of the challenges that you face while working through the program, you know, and also how did you overcome those challenges? Honestly, being honest with myself, finding a passion and focusing on how to capture that goal. Overcoming the challenges, I always reflected on the why. Why did I choose public health? Mm-hmm. Now, when I originally selected this path, I was not clear, as I had mentioned, on all the aspects of the field. But the breakdown that was provided within the program gave me more clarity, although I had a master's in public health at the time. And I can relate to that. I think that you know, a lot of us may be that way. Uh, you know, we may start in the direction of public health for one reason. And then, you know, we, I don't know if it's a matter of just learning more, getting exposed to so many options, because there are so many options and opportunities that, mm-hmm. you know, we can feel like we're all over the place in a sense, but really, you know, 
really, I like that you really reflected on the why that does help to refine things. You know, when you question your own motives, your own uh, reasons for making a decision or going in a direction, you said, why am I doing this? Well, why does this matter? Or why do I care? Then you can begin to get to the deeper, you know, purpose. And that helps you to really does help you. to. It, it's helped me for years, which is why I teach it that way, because I felt like, you know, I can teach you what has worked for me. And it's good to hear that feedback from you. Oh, no problem. Um, now, I'd like you to, you know, you've, you've mentioned quite a bit already, but name one big outcome or change, a decision that, you know, you've made as a result of developing your strategy. I would say one major outcome that I gained from the program was that I didn't realize I needed a strategy, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, observing how job opportunities do not have all public health in their job title. But it's the description that you really have to read and seek into um, that fits your skill set. Another decision uh, that I made was to complete my doctorate in public health. I never leave a project unfinished. Mm -hmm. Absolutely never. I've come too far um, to just drop this degree off. Mm -hmm. I was in dissertation and life happened. So I'm going back to finish what I started. So I'm totally excited that I will be restarting this journey October 8th, 2018, and get it done. Um, My journey has definitely flourished over the years between life, circumstances, understanding, um, and I've decided to revamp my resume as well from all of this. I didn't realize it needed so much work. (laughs) Um, (laughs) As you can share with me, um, so... Uh, one of the uh, one of your podcasts you had featured Naya, if I mm-hmm. pronounced her name correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, since she is the expert, I would say on person who provides resumes and and updates them, your LinkedIn profile and coaching services, I took a leap of faith, and I'm going to be working with her soon in the coming future. That's great. You know, I I had you in mind. Uh, many people, but I'd specifically had you in mind when I, when I met with, with Naya and, um, I knew that, that she would be someone that a lot of people should be a great resource for so many people who listen to this podcast. But I specifically thought about you and so many of the things that, that you and I had talked about in our different, throughout the, the time that you've been in the program and our group coaching and so forth. But it's really important. Um, you know, these are just things that we all, I guess, come to realize that there's, it's really important to realize or know that there are points when we need to take it to another step, to the next level. And even as I said in that podcast interview that um, with her, that there's a point where we can't do it ourselves. We can't write. It's very difficult to write about ourselves and to really have, um, you know, to tell our career story. And, and she's a branding strategist. She's a professional. She is the best in her class and her field. And, and she's amazing. She does amazing work with so many people. So for her to be able to, you know, for you to work with her, um, especially at this phase, to gather all of your rich background and all of your experience and and for her to understand where you want to go. And then as the expert, she can put that all together in a way that will represent you in the best light and, and give you that advantage in a tool, a resource that you'll be able to use to help open those doors and opportunities as you move forward. I think that's going to be great for you. And I'm excited yeah. about that, too. Thank you. I also wanted to, to mention it's hard to transition out of what you were in to going back into 
the same old field. Mm-hmm. You can't get stuck. And it's yeah. easy to get programmed and stuck in a position and not just try to keep going and keep trying to push your way out. Even if you got hired as working at McDonald's that first day, you still should be in mind of getting to your career, girl. Mm-hmm. Don't just get stuck in that position. Keep moving. That's right. That is so true. It's very powerful and it's very true. And sometimes we can, that message can hit us and really sink in deep at different phases of our journey. But that's, that's something to grasp and to really hold on to and, um, and it to not let go of. It's very easy to get stuck and not realize that that's where you are going through the motions, you know, for legitimate reasons as you know, it's not that makes you horrible. It's not so bad if that happens, but just recognize it and then do something about it. Right. Right. So what advice do you have for someone? If there's someone who's listening um, to this podcast and they may be in a similar situation as you were in, they completed their degree, it's been a while, they need to make that transition and it's just really so difficult, but they're so busy with the thing that they're in, but they're trying to transition and it's hard. And that's (laughs) a lot of people who listen to the podcast are in that boat. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I say that like, it's not just one person who may be hearing this, but there are many people who are in that situation. And they may be trying to decide whether or not to enroll in this program or, you know, or not. So what advice do you have for someone who may be in a situation like that? I would say, listen at your gut. Where are you right now? And where are you going to be proactive at? If you can't answer these questions, then you need to do something for you and get reprogrammed. As I had mentioned before, don't get stuck Mm -hmm. because that's what happened to me. We all know that public health will always be around if you look at our history to the present date with all the epidemics, the food issues, the viruses, uh, insects, and et cetera. Never give up on your dream, focus, or passion. The podcasts are great, but to put the work in and really understand that um, I was not stuck or you are not stuck was the biggest blessing along with gaining confidence. Oh, that's powerful. It was really powerful. I really appreciate you for saying that too, and for sharing that. And, um, you know, Angela, I think this has been just a lot of really good information. I appreciate you taking the time and just opening up and talking about this on the podcast and, and being transparent about where you were and the challenges you faced and, and what you did to overcome the challenges and, and your decisions to get involved in a program like this and, uh, and to really, you know, press forward and to not give up. I, your determination is really admirable. And I just appreciate you for, for sharing all of that here on the, on the podcast. Thank you. I have a favor to ask. Yes. Cause I know you're going to be doing some great and amazing things and you're starting this last leg of that doctoral journey. I mean, will you come back and give us an update after you graduate? I think it would be great to follow up over time and to see how, you know, just what great things you will accomplish in the future. I sure would. And actually I would be honored to share my journey. Um, actually I'm not going anywhere, so <laughs> I will always be around. Um, anyone can connect with me through Facebook by my name, okay. um, LinkedIn as well, or my email address. Well, I will, sure if you want me to share. I'll connect it. Uh, I'll just link it to the show notes page for this episode so that if you're interested in connecting with Angela, you want to ask her some questions, reach out. She's been gracious to to extend her hand and, and build community that way and network that way. I think it's 
Um, if, if you are listening to her and she sounds familiar, some, some part of what she's talking about makes you think about yourself or something you've been through, or whatever the case may be, she's been gracious enough to extend her hand and want to reach with, uh, reach out to others in this, in our community, our podcast community. So I will provide links to her Facebook, LinkedIn, and also her email on the show notes page for this episode. So all you have to do is check out the show notes page and then you can connect with Angela to uh, get to know her better. I'm certainly no expert, but. I'm sure we can all learn from each other. I like that. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. We're all on the same journey, right? Just maybe different parts of the journey or along the pathway, but we're on the same journey trying to improve health of populations that we care about. So again, thank you, Angela, yeah. for being here and all the best as you, uh, like I said, get into in this last leg of the journey to complete your doctoral degree. I'm very excited for you and very excited about the updates that are going to be coming. Thank you so much for having me. It was a great pleasure. And bless you all. Links to connect with Angela can be found on the show notes page for this episode, which is episode 59. So just visit drchhuntley.com forward slash podcast. And once you're there, navigate to episode 59. Now, Angela shared some great feedback and tips during the interview. Many of you may find that parts of her story are very similar to your own. I'd like to just recap a few highlights. Now, she enrolled in the program because she said she realized that she needed to surround herself with knowledgeable people and learn how to network with others because her public health career is certainly not just going to happen all on its own. And when I asked, how do you feel now compared to months, you know, months ago before you enrolled, her response was better direction and confidence. And then I asked, what challenges did you face while working through the program? And she said it was being honest with herself, finding a passion and focusing on how to capture that goal. And, you know, I asked, how did you overcome them? And she said, overcome the challenges. She did that just by reflecting constantly back to why, questioning why. Now, I asked her to name some big outcomes or changes or decisions that she's made as a result of developing her strategy. And Angela said that realizing uh, she actually needed a strategy and things were not just going to happen all on their own was a major turning point. You know, she made a decision to complete her doctoral program and, you know, she had never uh, she never leaves a project unfinished and she had come too far not to complete that degree. And so I'm really excited that she will be restarting that journey on October the 8th of 2018 and then following her to see just all the amazing things that she'll be doing throughout that process and then once she's completed it. And she also said that she's revamping her resume. That was another one of the major changes and decisions that she made as a result of this program. She said it's it really needed much more work than she had anticipated or realized. And she's planning to work with Naya, which is who I interviewed in podcast episode number 56. And finally, Angela left a powerful bit of advice for anyone who may be in a similar situation as she was in and might be trying to decide on enrolling in this program or not. She said that the podcast is great, but you've got to put in the work. You know, be proactive and never give up on your dreams, your focus or your passion for public health. So, Angela, thank you. Thank you for sharing your feedback and insights in this episode with everyone. If you're interested in learning more about developing your public health career strategy program, then visit drchuntley.com and select 
Career Coaching or visit the program tab from the main menu. All right, everyone, until next time, have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast at drchuntley.com.